0: Hey everybody and welcome to another edition of the Owners Box. Michelle is getting ready. I am ready. It's Valentine's Day. I have my beautiful uh, red hoodie today, Michelle. What do you think? It of looks my... orange, I'm not going to lie. It does. It's totally red. It's so red. It is.
1: Happy Valentine's it looks super Day. Orange. Happy val- You know I got a
0: Valentine's from TaylorMade. So did my wife. Oh, is not so Very sweet. Nice. Thank you TaylorMade. Yeah, she was so happy because yeah, it's the kind Taylor-made. of chocolate she really likes. We have a great show for you today. Um, we have some great guests. They are the Sport of Kings Race. Did I say that right? Sport of Kings, Sport of King's Racing? Yeah. Sport of Kings
1: Racing Partnership, yeah. Mohammed Mubarak Race. is going to be okay. joining us. and All I right. believe another partner also, if I'm not mistaken.
0: All right. Well, we're going to have two people from Sport of Kings Racing Partnerships in, in seconds here. As soon as Michelle. After
1: I get my we just my know on.
0: that the behind-the-scenes stuff looks great.
1: <laughs> this <laughs> is the kind of thing that if we I'm weren't doing it, well, like, video, like, so I would wouldn't have quick, to worry about.
0: Quick, quick updates. Uh White Abario landed in Saudi. I saw that. Uh um, yep. Emily's some...
1: Emily's there, obviously. She flew out. And uh awesome. she said That's he run. was like four hours later than they thought he was gonna get there. Ooh, but okay, nice these are safe right. and sound. Yeah. And Fabulous. they can they can they have to walk tomorrow, they can jog in the training track.
0: When are you going?
1: The next what happened? My whole um, thing disappeared right now. I
0: can see you. I see you. You can see me? Yeah.
1: Weird. Okay. Um, and then the next day they can train on the main track.
0: That's awesome. So um exciting times for uh the Saudi, which looks the Saudi Cup, which looks like an amazing race, Michelle. Uh yeah. what's going on over here in, in the States? Anything fun? Anything interesting? Anything three things of note that we can get? Well, we've
1: got we've got five days of racing coming up at Santa Anita.
0: That's so be we've fun. got
1: Thursday through Monday. Monday's Dollar Day.
0: Great. So you know I love the Dollar exciting. Days. Those hot dogs that San neat on the Dollar Days are amazing. They're my favorite things. Um, I'm going to get like eight of them.
1: So really, instead of three things of note, I wanted to ask you if you listened to the Nick luck Stuart Janney interview.
0: I did. I did listen to it, ironically and I enough.
1: I ran know and, thought.
0: Okay, number one, I found it incredibly boring. Really? I have to be honest. Yeah, I, I just like maybe I, I don't know every time he spoke i was like i don't i didn't yeah. sometimes kind of dodging the questions a little bit just not really getting to the you think the he was dodging everything he just
1: didn't know what to say
0: i don't know i don't know it was kind of frustrating to watch i literally just would fast forward to a couple of the sections and even those sections i found just unlistenable this whole feud between him and 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 ripoli is strange to me i wish they would just pick up the phone and call each other and talk about it i mean communication is key um, if we're going to try to improve and grow the sport and do things differently, we need to talk about it. We need to get people behind it. Um, and, and I think the jockey club needs to be a big part of it. I saw a tweet from Bradley Weissboard today that I thought was interesting asking questions about the jockey club that truthfully, I would like to know the answers to as well. So, um, I think there, I, I, I just, Michelle, I'm being honest. I, I could not even get through it. And I hope people don't say that about our podcast. I hope it's just not boring. I found it kind of boring. With all due respect, I love Nick Luck by the way. And I think it's great that he's having all these major industry people on um to talk about things and he's asking the right questions. I just don't think he's getting the right answers.
1: Well, and, and I mean that's the beauty right What
0: are you doing?
1: I'm and curling are- my hair. That is the beauty <laughs> about Nick Luck though is that he asks like, every question, right? Like, yeah. he no, has absolutely. no boss to respond to, so he can yeah. ask them That's anything. That's what we talked about
0: last night with us. That's what we talked about. Now, you're fixing your new short hair. What is this called? Is this called a bob?
1: No, it's not quite short enough to be a bob. It actually is looks it really, fine when it's, like, messy waves. Is it, like, Dorothy
0: camel circa, like, nineteen. I don't know, but it's, I'll tell you
1: what. It is really hard to do this without a mirror. I'm well, just, like, blindly grabbing. Why are you doing it? Dabbing all right because please stop let's get guest. i I, mean, want them. Well, I can't do this when the guest is on well they get the, they didn't finish i'm trying to finish i'm doing as people quick are as listening. i can so people who oh are look listening. our second and our second guest is on now also james politado um so in just a second we'll bring them in as soon as i'm done like, curling my hair all right i had to get on this probably, early not.
0: are they was, watching this
1: Oh, I don't know if they can see yes, it or not. Yes, they are.
0: They're probably <laughs> laughing right now going, I can't believe that she's doing her hair on the show. And this why is are we Billy's fault
1: because Billy wanted to start doing video podcasts.
0: I did because uh, people watch this on YouTube. I don't know how they find this, but the owner's box on YouTube. I Do you know how to find the show on YouTube?
1: I don't how, I, know. I, actually, YouTube is blocked in my house.
0: Oh, well, you have because little Because I have
1: kids, yeah. All
0: right. All right, okay. well, um, I don't know what else is coming up. All Michelle's right. done. on. The holder had her, fir- her baby this oh, year.
1: Little Jackie's, is- warrior. Little Jackie's
0: Warrior. Jackie's also- Warrior. That is very nice. A Valentine's okay. Day present. You look great, Michelle. Let's bring on the Sport of Kings Racing Partnership. We're going to find out all about – here we go. Here's James. What's up, James?
2: How you doing, brother?
0: Good. Hey, wow, look at that. You- There's a lot of Winter circle pictures back there. That's what I like to what? see. Hi, Comet. Oh wait, you're muted, Muhammad. There you go. You that's when Muhammad's
2: a, at his best when he's muted.
0: You don't have. A that's that's uh, why I feel about
1: Billy too. I feel like we should switch <laughs> our sides so it can be like the mutes
0: versus the unmutes. I right, love so it. Sport of Kings Racing Partnership. Um, tell us how this started. Who do we ask first? James, what's going on?
2: Muhammad, I'll go first. So from my end, so I met Muhammad and uh, Maria and Michael, and I know you've done a couple of shows with those guys. Um, about a year ago at the Ocala sales, and um, and these guys had a, a great concept going. Obviously, Michael had some success with Hammer Time already, so he was pretty well established. And uh, you, you know, I, I love the people in the operation, and that's how we clicked. So, we started l- literally while we were at Ocala, and the next day we bought our first horse together.
0: That's uh, amazing. What funeral. was
2: it? <laughs> uh, so we named that horse, he's out of Yoshida, and he's he's training right now. He should be ready, Muhammad. What do you think? A few more weeks?
3: Uh, He's going to take about a month. He's a big, beautiful horse. It's just going to take a little. He's been taking a sweet time to get into himself a little bit.
0: Which is which they is a
3: all great
2: all
0: thing to do. I, they all take their sweet time. We all know about okay.
3: that. That's uh, okay. If you rush them, you wait longer. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Oh, James, forgive me. Because are you a partner, or are you part, or an investor with Sporter Kings? Tell um, us an investor
2: with them, but also a consultant for them, more so. So we can we kind of bounce things off each other, and it's a good network. You know, Mohammed's going to be handling all the babies and stuff. But if they wanted to claim something, uh, Michael and Bob and I and Maria would would go over it together and then come up with a plan. Um, so so right now, I'm um, you know I partner with them on that two-year-old there, a few at Saratoga. Um, and we've had a lot of success with um, the Cantamachis at Saratoga. It's been wonderful meeting them. Um, and that's just like Mohammed. I didn't know these people until about a year ago.
0: Interesting. You said, you said um, they had an interesting concept. What was the concept that attracted you to Sporter King?
2: So one, one of the things, that when I first started out, so, so my background, I started with cheap claimers at Suffolk Downs and Rockingham Park. My brother was a trainer for 40 years. My dad owned my whole life. Um, and when I had the opportunity, I started out a little small time with some small groups. Um, I started with West Point and okay. um, they they branched me out to to meet George Weaver. And that's how I had some of most most of my success on my own um, going that route. And when I met Maria and Michael, you know, these are great people. These are these are. And then Muhammad, of course, is a, just the history of him as a horseman is second to none. And we had an opportunity to put something together that I knew was going to be successful. And it was exactly what I was looking for when I was trying to partner up with people. Um, I've had some partnerships in the past that t- they just weren't my type of people. Um, they didn't have the same philosophy. They didn't put the horse first, first of all. Um, and if you, if you're not going to do that, then, then we're doing it wrong. So let's start yeah. right there. 100%. And, um, and, and to see like these people as horsemen, like Muhammad coming in, um, and then to meet them as a person and get along. And now I would consider us great friends. Now, um, we hung out a couple of weeks ago down in Miami and had dinner together, no business at all. And that's, that's the
0: great part of it. And that's what you want. That's good. Yeah, my dad always told me uh, get into partnership. Get into business with people you want to have dinner with. Mohammed, tell us a little bit about yourself. This is a, you're a new face to myself and Michelle and probably some of our listeners, but according to James, you're a legend already. So, where, where <laughs> I know did you're come a
1: grand one winning trainer.
0: Yeah. Tell us yeah. tell us about it. I mean, you got to brag a little bit. Yeah,
3: I'm a third generation in horses and I started in Europe as a 20-year-old uh, trainer. I learned about, with Vincent O'Brien and John Ox. I had a very good introduction to the game as a young child, like almost 14 years old. And uh, I went on to England, started at the age of 20. My boss, who is the owner of the, my late boss, who was the owner of Bakram Oak Farm. I don't know if you're familiar with Bakram Oak Farm. Yeah, sure. Um, I started four years there and we moved over here to the States. And we had a lot of success over there and over here. Uh, It was fantastic. So, and it's, I got to be very grateful to Michael uh, Karras, who's our finder and president for giving us the opportunity, me and a wonderful team we've put together uh, to elevate uh, from, you know, the claiming, not nothing against the claiming, but you know, in order to step up to two-year-olds and get involved in some of the bigger races. Obviously it takes a little more, it takes like a syndicate or shares or, you know, to get more people on board to get you up there, you know? So yeah, it-
0: that, that, that's what I do. I, I totally understand the whole shares and syndication. And also there, there's a lot of benefits to it. I know Michelle has a quick question. Michelle, go ahead. Oh yeah. Well,
1: when you, when you came over here, you had really good success over in the UK. Why did you want to come to the U.S.? And did you find it tough to make that leap from claiming horses back into what you had come from
3: i was never a claiming trainer i never
0: claimed- <laughs> <laughs> i mean michelle you're killing the guy
3: years ago two years ago i started with my two boys who have a stable here in florida they train that was the first time uh, i did that my my our game always was the yearlings and the two-year-olds you know trying to develop a good horse and we were pretty good, you know, we had a lot of success without having to pay this heavy duty money, you know, that people are out there paying. Uh, but nowadays they're gone into the individual. You used to find the individual rather than pedigree and looks and all that mm-hmm. with it. We used to just run around Keeneland trying to get the individual where we can do it. And we were fortunate enough to do it. But now even the individual, they taken, they eating the green and the dry as they say. Yeah,
2: no, it, well, well, we're trying to go back to that too with Mohammed aboard yeah. and being the horseman that he is. We're trying to go back to finding the right horse, and it doesn't have to be off the pedigree alone. No, we'll, we'll combine a couple of different aspects of what we're trying to do. Um, yeah. and, and I'm a big paper guy, and he's a big horse guy. Yeah, no, I know.
3: Nope. Uh, we're, like we're taking it as a three year project as uh, we build up with reducing the uh, claiming horses and increasing the younger horses and hopefully in three years we would have a five-year-old couple you know we'll be able to hang on to a couple of five-year-olds couple of four-year-olds a couple of three-year-olds from every batch that we have in order to complete the stable where we have like three four five stake horses few allowance horses. you know slowly slowly it's gonna take uh, a bit of time but we will get there for sure we have, you, we have I, know
0: Michelle, I know Michelle wants to jump in. Guys, for anybody who's new, Mohammed, are you the trainer or are you the actual, I know you're there bloodstocking, bloodstock agent, and I saw something on the website that you're working with the young horses and then do you give them to a trainer or are you going to train them?
3: No, training, I don't train. My two boys, they train, but they don't train okay. for the syndicate because I feel it's a conflict, you know, it All would right. cause conflict. Okay,
0: I just want to make sure that so we know what we're What we're dealing with here, James. More about Sport of Kings. What you guys are? you looking for investors? Is this a true syndicate? Is this a West Point Eclipse, Little Red Feather? Is this what you're trying to do? And if so, what is the brand?
2: It's 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 going to kind of yeah, it's going to be a little bit of a hybrid of all of them. Um, And like Muhammad said, that in the three year plan, that we do want to lean away from the claiming horses more. So Um, right now we have that because people want instant action. And if you don't give them claimers, they they don't want to sit like we we bought that horse at the sale last year. We made that conscious decision to sit on that horse till a three year old that that both Mohammed and I thought that was the right move. And I think we're going to be blessed because we did that. That was that was hands down the right move to develop the horse properly. Some people don't have that patience going in. And that's why we kind of started with the claimers and and to get people interested. But yes, our goal is to syndicate. Um, I would stay in, you know, a lot of these horses that we're buying, that we're going to these two-year-old sales at, I'm going to stay in on my own as, as part of the syndicate. I'll bring some, some people in that want smaller doses, but I'll stay in for a leg or a half or, you know, right. for anything. Cause I believe in what we're doing.
0: Right. But sport of Kings to make money, there has to be some type of marginalization. There has to be a markup. There has to be something, or maybe not tell us no. what the business plan is for a particular investor to come into the sport of Kings.
2: Yeah, it's going to depend on what the horse is. But right now, um, so Maria's in charge of sales. And what she's doing is syndicating the horses by a, a one-horse basis. Um, okay. They are going to form at some point, against Mohammed's wishes, a claiming partnership in advance to, to possibly claim a horse or two or three to run at Saratoga. Again, to have to have the same people that are buying into either a pinhook syndicate or a two-year-old syndicate while they're waiting um, to go and have something that, that's live and racing. Um, that okay. has an opportunity to get there. The mark, the markup, um, it's minimal compared to some of the other ones. Um, it may sure. go up as as this group establishes themselves a little bit more. Um, sure. And I think they already have. I think in the year that I've known them, I mean, they've done some wonderful things. To win four races at five races at Saratoga is incredible um, in their first season. So it's really yeah. an accomplishment. Michelle.
1: Can you like sell us on the partnership a little bit? So what are some of the perks that you get? Um, What are the investment opportunities for our listeners out there? Are we talking about micro partnerships? Are we talking about everyone's 10% or more?
2: Yeah, it it would would be 10% or more. Um, The micro partnerships are good to have a little bit of fun with. Um, They're not realistic. I I mean, everybody loves my race list and having that share um, and to have that rooting interest. And I think it's great for the sport in that aspect. But from an investment standpoint or really learning the industry, you gotta have really some real skin in the game. And, and, and what SOK is doing is, is giving you the opportunity to have some real skin in the game. So we don't want 70 partners on a horse. That's, that's not the right way of doing it. We want everybody to be able to go into the paddock and see their horse on, on race day, to go to the barn and not, not have to draw straws to see who gets in. In some of those major syndicates, not West Point. I love West Point. They, um, they, they were how I got started. And Tommy and Terry are some of my closest friends. I love the way they do it. But but again, some of them, they have a little smaller shares. You can buy two and a half. Um, SOK really doesn't want that. They want everybody to have that full fan and investment experience. So it's really going to be 10% and up.
0: When did this all start? Is this How old is the partnership? Because you talked about buying horses last year at the sales. Is that when SOK, SOK really uh, kind of took off? And I know you have this, yeah. have this three-year plan, but like... What's the purpose of this partnership? I know you guys are coming on today. I know you guys are doing a lot of stuff within the media. Are we looking for new investors? Is that's what we're doing?
2: Yeah, we would love new bigger is better, right, Mohammed? Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, well, we missed last year. We missed. Uh, apparently, we met in June. All the sales were gone. The breeze up sales, so we ended up in mm-hmm. again the, the the horses that we have some claiming horses, some allowance horses, and uh, we're waiting for the year to turn over. We got two. Uh, nice horses at the moment uh, in Ocala, going to the breeze ups. One of them, one of them looks like a real, real nice. I'm by volatile Is uh, on opening day, he's, uh, March sale. He qualified for the March sale opening day. Very, very nice call. Drop by and see him. Oh sure,
0: <laughs> no, we we will
2: be
3: there for sure. really hey, bring your uh, checkbook. Yeah. You should bid on that one. You guys, Absolutely. Didn't right. you guys
1: have a winner at Santa Anita this week?
3: Yes, the, the, right.
1: You guys yeah, went we, into it
3: into it yeah with Rick Dottro with
1: my top selection by the way uh,
3: <laughs> no, he he was I
2: Even not, that was a
1: good choice you guys you almost we, lost him because I was gonna claim him
3: so no please feel free next time yeah.
1: <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest with you so my the girl that no, gallops honest, her, this is gonna
3: go bad this gallops is go for
1: Duttro and I feel bad if we claim something that she gallops because like it'll look like she's telling us like I'll claim a horse or something so
3: Michelle- I don't uh, want Mike, to yeah, don't worry. I will give you full backup. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: an interesting Muhammad thing. Muhammad will
2: buy you a, a, an ice cream after.
0: <laughs> it's very funny. Because I tell people that all the time, Muhammad and James, like when people want to claim our horse, I'm like, go ahead. Like they're in a claiming race. Like people yes. are so worried that you're going to get mad if someone claims your horse. The whole point yeah. I mean,
1: Don't you think Lat would get mad if D'Amato claimed a horse that Jess got on every day? No,
0: because yeah. he knows no, because he trusts that he not Jess and saying like, "Is this horse good?" Right.
3: I I don't, understand I don't
1: want to know because then they tell you all the negatives. They're like, "Oh, because yeah. they don't want to be on the hook, right?"
3: Yeah. Anyway, yeah, sure. oh, okay. trouble. No, 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 no.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. When it, when it comes to claiming, you you really have to block out some of that static because you're going to get so much intel if you put feelers out there. You're going to get all kinds of intel. And then, then you got to sift through the intel and say, okay, what's what's real and what's not. Me, I would rather walk in. And if I'm going to claim, Michelle, if you have a horse, and I'm going to claim, I would rather pick up the phone right now and say, listen, I'm going in. Just right. just so you know up front as a courtesy, but I'm still Michelle, going in.
0: Yeah, you did that before. She's done that to <laughs> me. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Said, go for it. I said. What and do I've done want? that. And I, yeah, I've you, had people call me in advance. Let's go back to Sport of Kings for a second because I want I want to hear a pitch. I want to, you know, what makes Sporta Kings different than, you know, you can't, you said it was a hybrid of this partnership. So now I'm a potential client. I'm a potential investor. I'm calling, I'm looking on the internet. I find this cool group. It's called Sporta Kings, primarily on the East coast. I imagine guys, tell me like, why should I invest with you? Uh,
2: I'll go first. Um, And and again, when I say a hybrid, that means that you're going to have the fan experience of a West Point because I think they do it the best. They know how to, to take care of their partners and do that. But you also can go in for a little cheaper amount, more so towards a horse. You're not going to get something for $100. That's not happening. But you are going to get something at a relatively low share with a small markup. And you're going to be covered. In some of these horses, the expenses are rolled in. You don't have to worry about it like West Point does for six months or eight months. And that's a nice feeling for a new person going into the industry that doesn't understand what the bills really look like in the real world. That gives them an opportunity for a whole year. Here's my one flat figure, and we're going to go in okay, on top of that.
0: That's interesting. So that, let's let's just stop there for a second because now I'm, I'm the client. I'm in. Okay, so basically when I invest, let's say, in a two-year-old in March, we buy a horse. You are going to lump up the expenses for yep. my 10% for the year. How much are you guys basing that on? Do you know already?
2: Yeah, we, we, we're going to rough it out um, to see what training costs are going to be. You know, if everything goes forward, that two-year-old, we do want them in training. Like we talked about the horse from last year that we held up till a three-year-old year year because we thought that was best for the development process of the horse. Um, And we're going to do that every time. And again, it comes down to the horse coming first. The horse is going to tell you whether he's okay to run as a two-year-old or he's not. If he's not, you see so many people forcing them out and running them anyway, and the longevity of that horse's career deteriorates after that point. And, right. and that's not the right way to do it. That's when Muhammad talks about the long-term success and the three-year plan, that's how you get those good four- and five-year-olds running later because they're fresh. We, we treated them properly as babies and developed them the right way. So what we would do is project out, the goal would be to put out that projection for it, including training costs. Um, but if we're going to put them on the farm, we're going to have a lump sum of money that's going to go towards 2025 um, that now is going to give you a little head start and the bills are going to be cheaper in 25. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha.
1: Uh, when you talk about the three-year plan, uh, James, what is the culmination? What is like? Okay, yes, the plan has been achieved. Is there a goal for the race? Is there just a goal for the stable, or what? What does that look like?
2: When Muhammad wins the Breeders' Cup for us, that's when the goal's been achieved. <laughs> 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 All right. All right.
1: No
0: pressure or anything
1: Now on wait, you? what Breeders' Cup race? Because that yeah, is very like like specific <laughs> as to what type of horse you're Muhammad,
2: with. I'm letting you off the hook now. Any of the Breeders' Cups, I'm okay with. So I want <laughs> You got out cheap.
3: I want a Breeders' Cup. I want a Saudi Cup. I want a Dubai Gold, the Dolphin Cup. Not with me yet. <laughs> I have three cups, but I need <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds yeah, so, good. so, the goal is long
2: term to to win some of the bigger races and yeah. and become the syndicate that people want to join. Right now, we're shaking the trees and, and and we're a little bit picky with who we're taking in. We want either either younger um, horse people that are just getting into the industry, but we have a lot of partners right now that are that are like me that are coming in that have done it on their own. And I like partnering with people, but I like partnering with the right people. And and if they're not, and I've had a couple of sour experiences with the wrong people. When I met these guys, I knew I found the right ones, and and I'm comfortable with them. I, you know, they have the same mentality of the treatment of the animal and how they race. They're very aggressive with where they put the horses. I love it. Good.
1: So Michelle. when you're when you're saying you kind of want to gear towards younger people, we obviously love that because we want to see youth in racing so that we can, uh, you know, hope to continue on racing. How are you finding the youth?
0: From our that's podcast, gonna- Michelle. It's
3: right here. <laughs> exactly. Like that's what we're doing. Right here. I, I
0: mean, I, we're, we're, basically, we're basically just opening the doors for them.
1: That's why something I did my get ready work. with me for you guys. You know, I, I know, curled my hair enough. and
0: everything. i All right. You can answer the question. No,
2: Jen. We should have recorded that. That would have got everybody in.
1: That is yeah. all on, by the oh, way. That on. is all on the beginning it's of it's our on. podcast.
2: Oh, yeah. really? There's something to look forward to. Everybody's going to gonna shut it off after you did your hair. <laughs> um Bringing young people in is hard because it, it, it's, it's, it's an old man industry. It always has been. Um, but I also feel like if we target Saratoga, we're all, I know I have 27-year-old twins and a, son, a daughter and a son, and my son loves Saratoga. He would live there for seven weeks if he could during the summer with all his friends. So that means we're doing something right as an industry standard at that point. Well, how do we take Saratoga and make it Belmont and Aqueduct and Gulfstream and all these other tracks, how do we do that? And that's the goal of this partnership. You bring somebody in that make it make it cost effective for them, and they have a good experience. If they have a bad experience, they're not going to do it again. If they have a good experience and they got bang for their buck, um, they're going to bring their friends in, and that's how we get youth in. And th- those people that are young now are going to have some money down the road to spend, and we want them you know, rolling that money into our
0: industry. Yeah, great points. What's, um, Michelle and I are both very involved in aftercare organizations. Has Sport of Kings set anything up as far as aftercare plan, or have you thought about that?
2: Um, Mohamed, I mean, I obviously I've, I've used a lot of aftercare programs, and I'm a big advocate for for when the horse – de- two things, determining when the horse is done racing and when sure. that happens. W- what do we do from this point?
3: No, um, and, There's many places. You, you give them proper places where the – you know, they take care of them. They teach them to be rights for kids or, uh, you know, different hobby, different lifestyle where they don't have to run so fast, you know, safe. Yeah. We do that all the time. We give yeah. them to, uh, Donna here and she sends them all over, all over the states. She has communication all over the states where they look after them.
0: I want to know, what James, I can't quite see those pictures. Is there one horse back there that is, like, your big-time, like, champion? I'd like to know oh. who it is. So,
2: um, I, I have my favorites. Everybody has their favorites. You're not know, supposed to have your favorite kids, but I do. I
1: can't yeah. see. Which one, yeah, what is, are they? Lots is, of New York know. racing back there, James.
2: So, listen, this is uh, right back there. That, that's, that horse is 02035. So, he is named after my zip code where I live in Foxborough.
0: That's oh, awesome. I like that. yes, you know, I named oh, wow. a horse oh. Foxborough. I horse Foxborough. Yes, I yeah. did. Much. I was a huge Patriots fan. Yeah.
2: yeah. 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 We. Um. So I'm a musician and we're the band of the Patriots too. Oh, In better is. days. Oh, so we performed at the Super Bowl. Yeah, I have by, phone, way. Phone, by the
1: way. Oh,
2: that looks oh, you terrible. Can't you can't
1: see it's blurry. See it. it's, it's blurry. It's blurry oh, yeah. I need to know why Michelle named
2: a horse Foxborough.
1: I'm a Patriots fan. Billy That's was right. I'm a Patriots huge Patriots fan. fan.
2: Loves and growl. I had a
1: little Shanghai Bobby, and I wanted to name him something Patrioty, so I named him Foxborough.
2: Oh, my God. Do I have some stories then for you? I've been a season ticket holder for 30 years. So I would love oh, to come
1: yeah. as your guest one day. That'd be fun. On Super Bowl, my kid and I wore Patriots jerseys. She oh. has her own that has her name on the back.
2: Oh I, I, I gotta show you the other side of the room. It's all patriot stuff. This is all the whole stuff. The other side of the room is all patriot stuff. We'll trust but depending you, on the That's
0: podcast way. he does, is whatever way he faces. How about <laughs> this? I have 27-year-old twins as well. I do you really? Yeah, wow. See. you were you were rolling, you were rolling, so I didn't want to say it. all right. Huh? Listen, give us one final. Uh, I want to ask both of you. A lot of, we haven't done it this year much, but you guys can do it. Mohammed, we'll start with you. New, new player coming into the game, new owner potentially. What kind of – take your sport of Kings hat off. What kind of advice would you give them that, that you've learned over the years as participating in this sport from an ownership standpoint?
3: The, the most common one, I mean, you got to be very honest with the person and explain to them that you got to do this well within your comfort zone. Mm. This, is my, where you, this is a hobby for you and potential to make money because we're dealing with a living thing it's an animal you know one day you have a champion the next day he's a pony you know it's gone so you got to be it's very straightforward with them and if they really love the sport and they do that's the way they would approach it you know plus yep. but there's a chance where they can make money as well obviously with it absolutely Part of Jim. things will <laughs>
0: Well, all right. There's a guarantee. I like that, James. I'm same question. Like, what? Forget about sport of kings right now. You're an owner. What What would you tell them?
2: I, I would say it, it's a difficult industry to be in long term, and and you 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 guys know that a lot of people um, get eaten up in their first year and they don't they don't come back because of that first bad experience. Surround yourself with great people right out of the gate. It's as simple as that. If if yep. you have people that will take advantage of you and do the wrong thing, you're never going to make it, and you're not going to enjoy the experience. If you surround yourself with people that are like minded as you, and work hard, and, and treat the animal well, you're going to be successful in this industry, and you're going to you're going to be there long term.
0: I think that's hopefully. great advice. I, I'm looking forward to meeting you guys at the sales. We'll definitely uh, have a beer or or two. Michelle likes to have uh, champagne.
2: So All right.
0: You know, Buy her champagne. We really appreciate you guys coming on the show today. Sport of Kings Race, where do we find it? What is the website?
2: Uh, good question. Sok, is it SOK.com? We gonna ask Maria that one. She's in charge of all that.
0: We'll make, we'll make it sure. It
1: is SOKRacing.com.
0: That's Thank you, week. Michelle. Um, and we'll see you guys at the sale. Mohammed, James, thank you. And we appreciate anybody, as always, who are trying to get new people into the sport. So so we're, we're looking out for you. We're rooting for you. And, and we hope to see you soon. And we hope to see those Winter Circle pictures on Mohammed's wall next time, not just. James. Exactly.
2: Sure? All right. Go Pats,
0: Michelle.
1: Yes, exactly. Go Pats. Thank <laughs> go you guys pass. so much.
0: Be you you. well. That was Mohammed and James from Sport of Kings Racing. They're, I mean, great people, Michelle. They were very, very nice.
1: Super nice, and you know what I really like was uh, James had a lot of passion. Like he sounded excited, yeah. and he wants to get things going. And obviously, he's been around, and he has the right idea, right? You want to bring in someone new and someone youthful, and hope it. Yep. I, hope it I hope it works out.
0: I hope it works out too. Muhammad obviously has a, a world of experience behind him. Um, I think James, obviously, like you said, and he's been in a partnership. I mean, being in West Point, you know, <clears throat> as a partnership guy myself. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really, for me, a lot of people say, you know, they get, they say, well, aren't you bummed out if that person leaves and goes on their own? To me, that's an achievement. It's your up- job, right? Yeah, it, it, we're almost, I, it's, I don't want to say it like this because this is going to come out wrong, but mm-hmm. it's almost like we are, um, we're kind of the school. We, we're kind of teaching we're, we're people are asking questions. They're learning and, and kind of, learning how to manage horses, learning which horses to buy, which horses to stay away from. If if you get into one of these partnerships, my advice is to ask as many questions as you can to that managing partner um, mm-hmm. and, and really try to learn because ultimately if that's something you want to do is go on your own, you're going to need that kind of knowledge and you're going to need those relationships right. that, that you've built. So, um, hey, good job uh, by the Sport of Kings, guys. I hope I hope they go off and are and big successes, especially uh, this summer at Saratoga.
1: And yeah, They might be at Delmar if they've got horses with Dutro. I mean, you never know.
0: I know. Right? I know. Welcome back, babe. Uh, um, Michelle, <laughs> what is uh, happening this week at uh, okay, so
1: our fun Coming thing up at the, the Great Race course? Place, I mentioned that we have five days of racing. It feels very nostalgic. First post, Sunday. 1230 every day. Uh, okay. Thursday, free admission, free parking, and drink specials, which obviously we love. On Saturday, there is the $500 betting challenge, um, and they do have seats for the NHC either in 2024 or 2025. So you could play, I mean, I think it's in like, 10 days or something, right? So yes, if you want to jump right in the last minute or you want to save it for next year, you can. Right. Uh, Monday, we're having dollar day. That's dollar beers, dollar sodas, two dollar hot dogs. And yep. then, of course, we have our normal wages. we got the coast-to-coast pick five. We've got the all-turf pick threes. We've got the um, golden hour pick fours. We got the golden hour doubles. So all of those, really fun. Some of those are player-friendly, low takeout as well. And we also have free admission Fridays. So it's free admission on Friday. And parking plus three dollar beers and five dollar margaritas.
0: That was a lot.
1: It's a I lot. Know. Going on. It's five days I of racing. You,
0: I have to tell you, I love the hair. It looks. You phenomenal. do. Yeah, it's great. It's, it's very. It's it's. This is gonna. I don't want you to take this the wrong way. It's cute. It's cute. Uh,
2: I don't
1: think. Which
0: is nice. It's cute. No, it's cute. It's really cute. It's kind of shorter than it was before. You know. Mm-hmm. You I have know to I'm cut
1: confused. off some weight.
0: Was there a reason healthy. you did this?
1: No, you know, I just went to get a haircut, and, like, she was, like, she just want to take off, like, the ends. And I I had actually watched a video of Jennifer Lawrence the other day, and she had, like, really short hair and looked so good. I'm like, I just want to look like Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> so she gave me Jennifer Lawrence's haircut. I don't look like uh, Jennifer Lawrence,
0: but. You do look like Jennifer. You're my Jennifer Lawrence.
1: <laughs> You're so sweet. All right.
0: What'd you get uh, Kathy
1: for Valentine's?
0: Nothing. We went out to dinner last night. Last
1: night what was we- a Valentine's.
0: I'm going to, I'm on my way home. Uh, I have to go run a couple errands and I'm going to just buy her some flowers on the way home. So she'll. Does she she'll like flowers? Like. Yeah. And we don't, we're not a big Valentine's day thing. We had a I'm really nice valentine. dinner last night. What was so bad about that?
1: I, no, it's fine. What, what did
0: you get? We went to Porto Villa and we shared a, a steak and had some, a salad and some great appetizers. And it was really nice. Had wine? A, had, a had a beer? No, beer. Beer. I can gotcha. drink red wine. Why not? It hurts my tummy. Really? The yeah. I'm an allergy guy. Yeah, so tennis. All right. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you for listening. We appreciate it. And thanks to Sport of Kings. You can check them out at SOKRacing.com. See you, Michelle. Have a safe trip. Bye. Thank you.